Hello, and welcome to the BTG Podcast. I am your host, Jen Fable, of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. BTG stands for Bridge the Gap, and it's inspired by my own healing journey. After receiving seven different mental health diagnoses by the age of 19, I quickly realized that there is a massive gap between what I believed and understood in my head and what I truly felt in my heart. And no matter how many therapists I went to, I couldn't seem to bridge that gap until I found the tools and information that I share in my one-on-one private sessions, trainings, and right here on this podcast. My goal is to help you begin to bridge that gap by bringing you different topics related to mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And in case you didn't know, this podcast is recorded live during my bi-monthly virtual healing circles. These are virtual gatherings that are 100% free, and no RSVP is required. So you're welcome to come whenever you can, and stay as long as you want. Each circle, we open the space with a candle meditation, after which I will share with you my favorite grounding practices, and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If you are interested in learning more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time, please visit www.btgwellness.com slash circle and join my free circle membership. If you like what you hear in today's episode, please also remember to leave a review and share the love by sharing this episode with your friends, family, and social network. And as always, if you have any questions about anything at any time, please feel free to reach out to me through either of my websites, either btgwellness.com or my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com, or through email or social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle. With me, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight is part two of our discussion of value levels and spiral dynamic theory. If you are just tuning in or just joining us in Circle tonight, I will do a quick recap of everything we talked about last time. But if you want to go deep and down and dirty into it, I do recommend that you go check out part one of the podcast. So why is this important? This is important because value levels are the general paradigms that are running in the background of society, that are running in the background of your personal life. And so understanding them helps give you valuable insight into how you're showing up in the world and how the world is showing up for you. This is important because knowing what's important to you, knowing what's important to society is important. (laughs) And this is important because without this information, it's really easy to look around at society and just think, wow, what a dumpster, garbage, fire, useless thing that we're going through. How horrible is this world? We're all doomed. And so knowing this information helps give you a different perspective on what's going on in our world right now. So what are values? What do I mean when I say values? So values are what's important to us, and it's important to distinguish that that's not necessarily what we like. For example, if you hate doing paperwork, but you do it so that you can keep your job, then even if you hate it, it's still important to you. You value it, even if you don't like it. 
So values are about what is important to us, but not necessarily what you like. Values are the lens through which we view the world. They are some of the most deeply held filters that color our experience, which means they create the stories that we tell ourselves. Values govern all of your behaviors. They serve as a criteria evaluation form. It's how we match. Yes, this is like me. It's okay. I want that. It's safe. And no, that's not okay with me. I don't like that. Now, we have personal values as well as societal values. Personal values were studied by Abraham Maslow, who was one of the first psychologists to look at healthy adults and what is important to us at different stages of our development. And he believed that we moved from getting our survival physiological needs met up through five levels that ended with self-actualization. At each level, there were different needs and different values that we held. In 1952, Claire Graves came along, who was a professor of psychology, and developed what would eventually become known as spiral dynamic theory. Spiral dynamic theory looks at values as a whole in a society. And rather than being a linear process where we move from one stage to the next and we leave it behind, spiral dynamic theory is more about our evolution as a society, our evolution psychologically, both inside of ourselves and how we contribute that to the world. So value levels are about arrangements and organizations of different types of thinking. They're ideologies. So your individual values contributes to the values of society, and the values of society contribute to what is important to you. Your value level determines what we have access to in terms of perspectives and how we're able to deal with and adapt to all the lifiness that life often throws at us. There are eight value levels. We talked about levels one through five. Today, I want to focus on six, seven, and eight. But first, let's do a really quick recap of one through five. So value level one is all about survival and it's about the self. In spiral dynamic theory, it is said that we oscillate in our evaluation and our evolution of our world. We move as a society between a cycle of being all about the self and then a rejection of the self. Where Maslow was a linear evolution up to self-actualization, in spiral dynamic theory, we move back and forth between these different polarities. Value level one is about the self. This is where we begin. It's all about fight or flight. It's all about satisfying core physiological needs. And the person doesn't really have an awareness of themselves. So this is the level where it's purely instinctual. We're living mostly like any other mammals. Our life concerns are food, water, shelter, some sort of reproductive activity. You don't really see this value level naturally in our world anymore. You'll see it briefly on the individual level in newborns. Uh, you will see it in people suffering from degenerative conditions like Alzheimer's. You will see it uh, in people who have extreme drug dependencies. They will actually revert back to this value level where it's pure animalistic and survival. But outside of that, you don't really see this in our natural world anymore. Value level two now swings to the other side of the pendulum swing. So whereas value level one was all about the self, now we oscillate to the other side. Now we realize that living alone does not guarantee our survival in the same way as living in a tribe. 
So value level two is all about binding together as tribes, as family units. It's all about community, loyalty, inclusion, it's allegiance. In this level, we've had enough time on this planet to be able to witness different patterns, but because we don't have the logic yet, we explain it all in the world of spirits and good and evil and everything is mysterious, everything's about sacred symbols and totems. Everything's happening because of these underlying energies that's making it happen. At value level two, the biggest threat to survival is something that threatens the group. We sacrifice ourselves for the good of the tribe. About 10% of the world lives at this level regularly. In the Western world, we see this type of tribalism in more dilute forms, in clubs, uh, in sports, uh, strong family units. You will see this in any organization where there is a loyalty to a dominant leader. Once we have experienced binding together with other people for our survival, now we move up to value level three, where we realize that being around other people means power struggles. Value level three, we now swing back to the individual. And here, it's about the expression of the self, but at the expense of others. Value level one was about the self for survival. Here, it's, it's all about me and to hell with others. Value level three is about me, myself, and I. It's about immediate gratification. It's about control. It's about respect and the avoidance of shame. You will see this in about 20% of the world population. You'll see it in any type of macho behavior in gangs, in prisons. Terrorism and dictatorships are all societies based on a value level three platform. Now, it's important to understand that there are no good or bad value levels. They simply are what they are. Our value level platforms that we build our society on are based on our ability to respond to our external environmental conditions. As we become more complex, as we grow and evolve in and of ourselves, we as a human race are able to interact with our environment from different levels, from different perspectives, with different resources and tools. And so each value level is really based on what tools do we as a species have and how good of a match are those tools for our actual environment. So swinging back and forth between the exploration of the self and the sacrifice of the self for the greater group and evolution of society is necessary to help bring balance to the system as we evolve. Each value level platform has on it some amazing lessons for us to learn and some pretty deep potholes that we can fall into and usually do. It's important to realize that we tend to exist on multiple value levels at the same time. Again, this is not a linear process. You can be in different value levels based on where you are in your life, who you're around in your life. We have a lot of flexibility as human beings. And so I want you to avoid listening to this information and trying to pigeonhole people or trying to evaluate or judge yourself for society. Value levels are neutral. They are strictly a description of the human condition and how we are able to or less able to, adapt to environmental conditions. It's the story of our evolution as an individual, as a society, and as a species on this planet, which I find really cool.
So there's nothing wrong with value level three. It's an extremely important part of the evolution of society to move from that familial bond, to move from it's all about the tribe to, well, what about me? This is where explorers come in. This is where people who are willing to go against the grain and go wandering off into the world and find new land and look for new perspectives. Unfortunately, on the value level three platform, it's a focus on the self and a rejection of the tribe. And so that's where you get that attitude of screw you. I'm going to do what I want to hell with everyone else, to hell with what my family wants me to do, to hell with what society thinks of me. I'm going to do what I want come hell or high water. I found my power. And that is a wonderful aspect of the value level three platform and a really important part of human evolution. And when you are exploring your power, that's where power struggles come into play. And on this value level platform, power struggles are not only the norm, they are how things happen. And so they are a necessity. Once we have gone through value level three, where terrorism and dictatorship and power are all weapons of choice, we eventually realize that it's chaos. That, yeah, I get my needs met and I can do what the hell I want but no one's following any rules and it's just a mess. And that realization, that complete and utter breakdown of society is what now moves us up to value level four. Value level four now goes back to community orientation. We now sacrifice the self for salvation or some sort of attainment later. Value level four is all about there is a right and a wrong way to do something. Everything has its place. There's a place for everything. Your job is to be a cog in the system. Your job is to contribute to this system. And if you work hard enough and long enough, eventually you'll get a gold watch and you'll get to go to heaven. At this level, we start to see the concept of justice show up. This is where we start to come up with rules and regulations and systems to make sense of the chaos from value level three, where we say, yeah, if you just get your needs met all the time and to hell with everyone else, nothing exists. We blow the world up. About 40% of the world's population is living at this value level. This one's still extremely popular. Most of our major systems in society are set up on a value level four platform. Our medical system, our school systems, there's a right and a wrong way to do things. There's lots of red tape. And if you dare not dot the right I or cross the T, good luck, you're never getting a passport. So value level four is great because it gives you the structure, but now you're just a cog. See, in value level four, there is no individuality. There is no expression of self. There is no focus on knowing of the self. There is only push it down, keep walking forward, do what you got to do, pull up your bootstraps, do it right, or I'm going to punish you or reject you or stop loving you or fire you. And if everyone just does what they're told, everything runs fine. But again, that makes it a beautiful working system. But on this side of that pendulum swing, there is a rejection of the self. And so it's only a matter of time before someone comes along and says, again, what about me? What if I don't want to work 50, 60 years to the bone, busting my butt for someone else with the promise of maybe getting something later? What if I don't want to wait for my golden years to enjoy the fruits of my labor? I want to acknowledge myself and celebrate me now. 
And it is in asking those questions that we start to evolve up to the value level five platform. Value level five now swings back to the self. And here it's not about power like value level three was. Here, power is achieved through success, through achievement, and through money. Value level five is where we start to have materialism show up, where competition starts to show up. It's all about being the best you that you can be. It's about seeking the good life now. It's about risk-taking. It's about self-reliance. And it's mostly ignoring any type of inner spirituality. Value level five is where we start to get science and medicine. Critical thinking grows at value level five. Learning from your mistakes comes in value level five, aiming for excellence, knowing how to motivate yourself, knowing how to get things done to make your ideas come to life is what value level five is all about. Unfortunately, it also has the mentality of everything's replaceable. So value level five is also responsible for greenhouse gases, for the complete and total breakdown of our environment. It doesn't respect our planet. It takes from the planet because it cares about winning. It cares about success and status. So value level five is great. You get your needs met, but it comes at the expense of our world. About 30% of the population is currently at value level five. Value level five is the one that a lot of us like to villainize. Oh, it's the patriarchy. Oh, it's materialistic. It is consumerism. Money is evil. It's the root of all our problems. So a lot of us like to try to skip value level five. We want to go from working a nine to five job for someone else. We want to go from being a cog in the system to being up in the land of love and light, which is value level six. Value level six now swings back to community orientation, but this time we're sacrificing ourselves for self-actualization for self and others. Value level six is all about fairness and equality. It's all about peace. It's all about connecting to meaningful groups and creating relationships with the inner beings of others. A lot of political correctness, a lot of the sensitivity of expression in language, a lot of the gender-neutral respectful talk that we're experiencing today has been artificially introduced value level six language into a society which is by and large not there because so many of us skipped value level five. We didn't want people to be competitive because then someone will feel bad. And so everyone got a participation ribbon, but then no one learned how to be the best them that they can be because why even try? We didn't encourage people to be the best. We didn't encourage people to compete, not to destroy others, not for power. That's value level three. But because being competitive is how you become your best. Iron sharpens iron. And so a lot of our society followed the rules of value level four, where there's a right and a wrong way to do things, and decided that a lot of value level five was wrong. And so we'd skip it, and we go into value level six, but we still have value level four neurology. So a lot of the new age groups are actually taking the values of value level six, but they're shoving them into value level four thinking. This is where you have people telling you that you're not being spiritual in the right way. 
that you're not honoring yourself in the right way, that that's not the right crystal to use. You're not allowed to do this. You're appropriating other people's culture. You're not allowed to appreciate anything because that's wrong. That is value level for language. That is value level for neurology. That's talking a really good value level six game. And that's a lot of the problem that we're seeing in society right now. A lot of the world is talking value level six, is talking metaphysics, is talking quantum, but they didn't get critical thinking skills. They don't know how to organize life. They don't know how to problem solve. And so they want to live in the land of love and light without having ever walked the path of value level five. So they have crap critical thinking skills. They don't know how to set boundaries. And so all this community orientation is leading to power struggles because of unresolved issues in the lower value levels. When you have value level six ideas in value level four neurology, you have a dumpster fire and someone saying, well, just think positive about it. But no one's actually thinking critically about how do we put out flames? Let's talk science. What's chemically? What kind of fire is this? What kind of substance do we need to put it out? So value level six is rampant in our society, but it's not a true value level six. It's value level four that's talking value level six. In value level six, the fundamental belief is that all people are good and it's society that makes them bad. They're highly, 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 highly idealistic. About 10% of the world's population lives at this value level in its true, actual form. This level first started to be born in the 60s with the uh, hippie New Age generations. It has now become rampant in millennials and Gen Z, but again, without the knowledge that they needed from value level five. Once we know how to connect with others in value level six authentically, actually, not with a right and a wrong, but with critical thinking skills, that's where we move up to value level seven. Value level seven currently has about 1% of the population living at this value level. This one now swings back to individual orientation. It's about expressing the self, but it's not at the expense of others, like value level three. It's not at the expense of the world, like value level five, who's like, meh, just toss it in somewhere and light it on fire. And I'm sure no one will notice all the garbage on the planet. And value level seven, we're expressing the self so that life can continue on this planet. Value level seven is all about knowledge. It's about ambiguity. It's about the paradox of life. It's about recognizing that we can be logical and emotional at the same time, that there is no good and bad or right and wrong, because that's value level four. Value level seven is about pursuing learning and knowledge for its own sake, not so that you can be smarter than someone else, which is value level three, not so you can be better than someone else, which is value level five, but because you can be better and contribute more effectively. Value level seven is all about systematic thinking. Having moved through all the lower levels and recognizing the dysfunctional nature of people and groups at all the previous levels, this individual seeks a way of being and responding that actually produces results. So Claire Graves said that at value level seven, a second cycle actually starts here. So value level one was about physical survival. A person who's moving from value level six to seven is in search of survival, but not in the physical realm at this time. Like I said, it's all about emotional and mental needs that are dominant in this value level. The value level seven person is tired of being self-absorbed. They're tired of trying to solve the same problems in the same way. 
and they are capable of adopting any of the lower levels as necessary. So they have no problem going into power if they need to in order to talk to someone who's at a value level three. They can do that while remaining authentic without losing themselves. They can talk to and work in a value level four system without feeling angry or like they're losing themselves. So they have all the knowledge from the, the previous systems in order to help them develop true wisdom. Value level seven is about flexibility. It's about actually surrendering and going with the flow. A lot of people in value level six will think that they are value level seven. A good way to tell is notice how their personal life is. So many people in the land of love and light have shit fucking boundaries. Therefore, you never walked through value level five. If you're broke, if you're still afraid to talk to your mother, you haven't worked out your shit in value level five. And so you're not actually at value level seven. Value level seven is about true wisdom and actual behavioral flexibility. It's about being able to navigate all the concepts from all the value levels before it in a way that empowers yourself and society. It's about knowing that your contribution matters. From value level seven, we now swing back to value level eight, which is about community. This one's a little hard to grasp because it's so out there for us. About 0.1% of our current world population has evolved to the point where they're able to have this perspective. This one's all about the sacrificing of self and others as may be required for global survival. So value level eight has to do with the blending of all individuals on earth into a cohesive and congruent mass called humanity, while simultaneously also focusing on the good of it all. This is all about the integration of the self into a whole, but in this case, it's not the fuzzy value level six concept of oneness and wholeness. Here, wholeness refers to humanity as a whole and into our greater galactic and universal whole. The best way for me to understand value level eight is, is through Star Trek, because I'm a Trekkie and a nerd. If you've ever seen those kinds of movies, and I'm sure there's others, so Star Trek, where they all have, like, everyone on Earth is wearing the same kind of uniform, and it's Earth against the galaxy. There is no money, there is no power struggles, there is no concept of no one talks about race or color no one cares everyone's evolved beyond that it's all about we are all humanity we're all on the same team because we're from earth so value level eight is a truly global concept and it's just coming into existence and showing some signs for the future so there are lots of ways of thinking from this value level that a lot of us probably don't even come close to recognizing because our society is just not there yet. So the big question is, what moves us from what value level to the next? How do you know? By the way, you can slide backwards in value levels. You can exist on multiple value levels at the same time. You might be value level three in a power struggle with your in-laws, but value level six with your friends where you talk about meditating. So most people span about three value levels at one time, and it's totally normal for us to move in and around them. As a society, what changes how we as a society exist, what moves us as a society from one value level to the next, is based on crisis. So Claire Graves put forth something called the change state indicator and proposed that change involves us moving between varying cycles of chaos and stability. 
The periods of chaos help us grow, help us develop, help us learn more about who we are and what our strengths are and what we can contribute to society. The periods of stability help us come back together again as society, help us come back up with new systems. And it is the oscillation between these periods of growth and chaos and stability and grounding that move us and propel us forward. A lot of the value level six people who still hold value level four neurology want us to change without the growing pains. We don't want anyone to hurt. We don't want anyone to be sad. We don't want anyone to feel any type of pain, but pain's motivating. Pain makes us look around and say, what can we do about it? So a lot of us are holding our evolution back as a society by not allowing people their pain, by not allowing ourselves our pain, by trying to jump up into the land of love and light prematurely without having first explored yourself in all your selfie selfishness, <laughs> in all of your humanity. This means that when chaos inevitably shows up for you and society, it doesn't mean that we've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean that we're doomed. It means that as a society, our neurology is growing. We're doing our best to keep up with demands of an environment that can be harsh and that can be unexpected. Sometimes the world throws at us a pandemic. And we don't have tools to deal with that. But we learn the tools to deal with that by going through it. It's the doing of the doing. It's the experience of the messiness of life. It's the absolute chaos cycled with the stability. That allows us to grow and evolve. Staying in stability is the same thing as stagnation. Staying in chaos is torture. Let's not do that. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that there are no good value levels. There are no bad value levels. All of them are completely valid and all of them hold within them different ideologies, different rules, different ways of being. There's only an understanding of the value levels and how they contribute to the building of the next level. Instead of being able to look around the world and judge people because they're wrong, see what happens if you look through the lens of their value level. Because through that lens, I bet their actions, even if you hate it with every fiber in your being, make sense. Remember that you can exhibit different value level thinking in different areas of your life. So you might be fine working a nine to five job but have a side hustle with your foot dancing in value level five. That's totally okay. And remember that progression through the levels requires the facing and overcoming of obstacles. The breakthrough can only happen after we've had a total breakdown. It's only when things stop working that we look for something new. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. It's really easy to look around society and be terrified these days. There's lots of good evidence for that. And there's lots of good evidence to say that we are in the process of evolving, that we are seeing massive clashes of ideologies. And as humanity, we are moving up into different value levels. And the more that we as individuals can do our own healing, making sure that we're picking up all the tools on all the value levels, then we can contribute that to the world and really shine our light. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that will take you to the next step.
And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through either of my websites, either btgwellness.com or livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. How do you consciously move through the value lines? Like if you want to go up a value, how do you consciously do it? Because you can't like, I would imagine you can't just bring chaos, you know, to your life consciously. And like, if you don't know what you need to learn, how do you consciously do that? Or do you just wait and go as it comes? So you can do little bits of chaos. Um, uh, some would say that my eight day training is a little bit of chaos. And so that's why it's intense and it pushes you forward. So you can choose little bits of chaos. Going out of your comfort zone is certainly one aspect. Um, doing some deep healing. If you know that you are still have family issues, if you're still like, I can't talk to my mother, I just hate her. Then you know that there's still some work to do on value level two. If you find that you're still fighting to be right. Then there's some work on value level three. Um, If you are telling yourself that there's a right and wrong way to heal, um, there's some work on value level four. So you can look at the different ideologies and lessons from each level and see which ones are like, oh, yeah, I need to work on that. And then go work on that. I mean, I'm biased, so I'd be like, come work with me. I'm awesome. Um, But anything that you do (laughs) that, that helps you work on those lessons is going to help you work on those lessons and creating little chaos, little chaos, push yourself out of your comfort zone, not at gunpoint, not like I forced myself to do it, but allow yourself to stretch your neurology. And that also means being willing to observe different perspectives. If you have a hard time with different perspectives, then probably you need to go into some of the value levels. So noticing where you're like, I'm having a hard time with this. Right. So I know that um, I had to go pick up some uh, healing on different value levels because I had lots of drama in family stuff that I hadn't quite gone through. Um, Power struggle still with my mom because didn't solve the problems on value level two. So I could have just been like, she's a bitch. I don't want to deal with them. Screw them all. Um, I'm the black sheep of the family. They don't understand me. Or I can say, how am I contributing to my world? Remember, the world shows up for me as much as I show up for it. And this is not about blame, but it is about taking full responsibility and power for my own healing. So how am I showing up in the world? Am I showing up in alignment with this value level platform that I want to be at? And if not, what skill set am I missing? Yeah. So no easy way, sadly. I know. It's like, <sighs> So my most of my uh, coaching clients and where I like to hang out in terms of my, my practice is I work with a lot of value level four people who want value level five and who talk value level six. But they don't know how to get there without because a lot of them still have wounds in family and childhood that tells them that if they go into value level five, which is about the self and your own personal success, that you're a selfish bitch that you're a narcissist. Value level six calls value level five narcissists. And again, there's nothing like there's no good or bad. There just is an awareness of it. And it's a different framework for looking through the world through conflicts. Like, oh, these people at work, they just don't understand me because I'm just so different. No, they're value level four and you're value level six and you're speaking completely different languages. 
there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with them. You're just not communicating in a way that makes sense to either one of your neurology. That's why I'm such an advocate for things like the eight-day training where I teach you how to be flexible in your language. So your strategies, how you do things in the world are encoded in the stories you tell yourself. So when you get more flexibility in the language you use, you end up with more flexibility in your behaviors. So we start with how are you encoding your story? What language are you using inside and outside? Because that's the telltale sign of what value level you're at. That's how you're actually encoding your experience. So when we shift that, everything shifts, which is fun. It's not just about words. It's not just about language. It's not just about communication. It's about how we deeply encode our most basic behaviors. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the BTG podcast, which stands for Bridge the Gap, with me, Jen Fable. Remember, if you want to experience my virtual healing circles in real time, visit www.btgwellness.com circle. And of course, if you have any questions at any time, please know you're always welcome to reach out to me through social media or through my website at btgwellness.com, or through my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.